The fault. We believe that all men are created people. The magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio beacon to radio beacon. As I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Hmm. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. But while the threat to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. Our task is to make our nation free and fair, just and strong, noble and whole. And this work is the work of democracy, the work of this generation. It is the work of our time, for all time. We can't afford to have, leave anyone on the sidelines. We need everyone to do their part. So speak up, speak out, get engaged, vote, vote, vote. And you can hear him being heckled there as he knocks it out of the park. And, of course, uh, the heckler was recognized. And uh, Joe Biden said, listen, no, don't uh, shut him down. He has the right to be outrageous. Good manners has never been something that uh, MAGA has suffered from. That was well played, well handled. You know, in in 24 minutes, it was a a fairly short but important barn burner of a speech there that he gave uh, to send out the flare, the warning that, uh, you know, we've been uh, trying to push out there forever, that American democracy is on the ballot. American democracy is under threat. And it's under threat by... What I've told you is an ever-shrinking portion of the country. And I'm really thrilled that Joe Biden went to such great lengths to say that what he's talking about is a minority of this country, but it is a portion of the Republican Party. Uh, About 30% of 25% of Americans would be fairly accurate that are a bunch of election denier, uh, election denying, violent, anti-Semitic, Q-believing, you know, uh, replacement theory loving, uh, people who believe that I am some sort of a satanic pedophile that drinks the blood of children, you know, um, and defend things like Charlottesville, Jews will not replace us, right? And January 6th which was violence perpetrated against the United States Capitol by beating police officers in order to go hunt down Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence in order to hang them. Now, these things really did happen, okay? As much as, you know, Kevin McCarthy wishes they didn't or as much as Lindsey Graham is is warning there'll be blood in the streets if anybody pays for the crimes that have been committed by this president, right? Um, Proving 
Biden's point last night, that there is a very large extremist element in elected Republican officials. And that when elected Republican officials went to toss their hat into the ring for this particular 2020, uh, 2022 midterm election, they were sorted. And they were sorted by their willingness to call Democrats communists slash fascists slash pedophiles slash satanic blood drinkers slash, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, whatever, whatever pejorative. And now and now the irony, the Republicans think that calling them out is hurtful. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so much. Well, listen, you know, maybe you should have, uh, you know, planned for a rebuttal last night. Maybe you could have sent Lindsey Graham out to warn about riots in the street. As Joe Biden sounded the clarion call that violent extremists have taken over the Republican Party. You know, maybe you could have had, uh, you know, a rebuttal planned with, oh, I don't know, Kyle Rittenhouse standing there, you know, uh, shooting people in the name of self-defense. Or maybe you could have had Newt Gingrich do the rebuttal while he threatens to jail all his political opponents for investigating the removal of classified documents or for insinuating, insinuating that the election was stolen, that the election was rigged, that Donald Trump won even after January 6th, which is what he did. And this is why the January 6th committee wants to talk to Newt now. Newt, everything old is Newt again. I mean, it's just, it's it's unbelievable what's going on. But Biden nailed it. He, He called the GOP that is currently serving the Ron Johnsons and the J.D. Vance's and the Mehmet Oz's and the Lindsey Graham's and the, you know, Mitch McConnell, it's it's very interesting because maybe you wanted a rebuttal by an elder statesman. So maybe the rebuttal should have been given by a Mitch McConnell who could have just lamented the quality of candidates running for the United States Senate as Republicans this particular year. Maybe you could have had him wringing his hands or something. I, I really don't know. But, you know, look, the idea that we named what Donald Trump and his minions stand for, and that is chaos and violence and white supremacy and racism and anti-Semitic tropes and replacement theory and Q uh, uh, conspiracy theories and, and calling us, us, the people who are willing to do the heavy lifting to get, I mean, you know, listen, Mitch McConnell, he said yet again that his entire reason for being in the United States Senate was to stop Joe Biden from having any wins, any legislative wins. Well, he must be losing his edge or his touch or whatever it is, his control over his party. I have no idea because he is definitely on the losing end of that argument this time around. Biden has beaten Mitch McConnell at the Senate game. Maybe electing somebody who served in the Senate for 37 freaking years had a plus side. Maybe it was a benefit. Maybe it was, a, you know, the upside. Who knows? But Mitch McConnell is losing. And his Republicans are radical. Just look at the crap they voted against. They voted against the American Rescue Plan in the middle of a pandemic, okay? They voted against the PACT Act, which was just to give veterans health insurance after being exposed to uh, KBR Halliburton's toxic burn pits where they developed weird cancers and respiratory diseases. They voted against a very moderate background check bill 
doesn't even force anybody to do a background check. It incentivizes states to do the background check by giving them money, and they voted against that. They voted against infrastructure. Who votes against infrastructure if you love your country? And you can clearly see bridges are falling down, trains are derailing. You can clearly see roads are full of potholes, and and there are roads that have yet to be built. They do. We were able to get some climate change money out the door. We were able to get some health care subsidies out the door. We were able to do debt reduction on top of all this. And we did it by increasing taxes on companies that show that they've made over a billion dollars and have paid no taxes on it. By insisting that they pay a 15% minimum tax, which is far less than the rate that I pay as somebody who is self-employed by a small business. We lowered prescription drug prices. We said, oh, you know what? Medicare is the largest purchaser of prescription drugs. Wouldn't it be a good idea if we used that awesome power to negotiate with Big Pharma? They voted against that. He's losing, and he's losing badly. And America is, is knowing this. They're feeling it. They get it. We've got a jobs report today. It was stellar. Wages went up another 5.2% from last year. Unemployment, about the same. It looks like we have a soft landing from what was supposed to be an ugly recession where people were thrown out of work and there'd be hell to pay. No, with them there would. With them there would. With us, soft landing. All good. (laughs) 